Good morning, family. Please bow your hearts with me. God, creator, redeemer, sustainer, draw near now, amen. If you'll take a look at your bulletin, you'll see or notice an image of an icon. I'm intrigued by the selection for our bulletin this week and I chose it. Created by Mark Dukes, the dancing icon at St. Gregory Episcopal in California, is just one section, so the image that you see is just one section of a mural-like statement of faith that wraps around the rotunda of the church and features 90 larger-than-life saints. Among them, you'll find Isaiah, St. Francis, Malcolm X, and Martha Graham, Desmond Tutu and John Coltrane, Julian of Norwich, Mahatma Gandhi, and Ella Fitzgerald. And at its center, a 12-foot-tall dancing Christ. Yes, Jesus dances too. Young and old of every shape and size, artists and scientists, historians, writers, mathematicians and philosophers, children with Jesus dance. These bodies, all of them move. They dance in a sweeping vision of the fullness of humanity as enlivened by God encounter, God in all. So I'm a former dancer, a forever dancer, so I love this image. I love the idea of two-stepping saints, but I'm particularly intrigued by an imagining of this dancing Jesus. The Jesus of my early faith life was not only hungry, tired, and thirsty, he was troubled. And for a large part of his story in bloody anguish, this Jesus was somber, contemplative, very serious. And he was born into much of his suffering. I get it. There really isn't any other way to play this card. He knew, Jesus knew the call on his life included death. He suffered, but I love to imagine the years before his ministry began and perhaps the life he lived as part of a community. Did he ever have a crush? Did his friends tease him? Did he play tag? Did he dance? In jest or socially at community celebrations? The Jesus I learned about cared about bodies, but he certainly didn't dance. I believe he did, he must have at least laughed. The disciples were at times a hoot, if you know what I'm saying. But it wasn't what I was taught. The Jesus of my formative years would just never dance. I wasn't taught to embrace his full humanity or to imagine the complexity of what that could mean or look like. I wasn't taught to imagine him as the embodiment of such redemptive joy or that this full-on expression of humanity might be something I could or should model. What of such full-on expressions of joy, the inherent physicality of a human body, 
the glory of God and being fully alive. Not only into a heavenly future, the by and by, but in the now. Our past week's reflections have centered the theme, tuning our hearts, the why and how of worship. Christine shared our spirit's longing to connect and commune with God. And last week, Aaron offered a reflection on the mind with a faith formation practice on noticing and attention. Well, I'd like to continue this conversation, the tuning of our hearts towards worship by including the body. Remembering the body as a temple, the central location for the blessing of human experience and encounter with God. Something about us, maybe even in us longs, dare I say, needs to be a part of what God is already and always doing in the world. And we get to do that not only with our minds and hearts, but in and with our bodies. Our bodies were created by God expressly for the purpose of interacting with God and God's kingdom. Our bodies are our primary resource for growing as believers. So I guess today's question lands on how. How do we worship fully and completely, holding nothing back, surrendered? How do we employ the practices of our heart and mind, harness our longing and attention to more fully express God's will? How do we take what is felt and experienced in the heart and mind? How do we liberate that, set that free? Well, we do that, all of that in the body and know it as the site for the fullness of participation in all God wants us to see, feel, touch, hear, or taste what God wants us to know. All of it can be learned here, in and on the body, our living, holy, and pleasing to God bodies. With God's help, we can offer these bodies the fullness of who we are, and with mind and heart, worship our God. Paul puts it this way, and I'll make it plain with the message translation by Eugene Peterson. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering. Embracing what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Just two verses, just two verses in, and we've got sacrifice, commitment, a sense of sacred mindfulness, and the power of a transformative grace. Peterson's translation centers an ordinary physicality, ordinary bodily activity, and the awareness of the life within that, using mundane tasks and experience to communicate some of what it means to be in a body. And I say some because the picture is incomplete. Here again, we're getting only part of the story. That ordinary life includes laughter, love, joy, and pain. But the point is life in the body, full of activity and action. The metaphor 
for a living sacrifice in other translations is important. Peterson's translation uses these actions in place of the word body to help us understand that ordinary bodies and life are pleasing to God, worthy of God's attention and welcome. Acknowledging what God has done for us in gifting us with bodies that carry us through life, even in these ordinary activities, honoring and using them, preserving and presenting them, walking, running, sleeping, and I'll throw in dancing is how we say thank you, how we honor and worship God. Paul says this presenting of our bodies, this offering is our reasonable service. Our consecration and dedication to the plan of God is the point. Paul says it is how we worship, embracing our physicality, our bodies as the conduit through which we experience God in our very real lives and circumstances is how we give honor to God. When we find God in our ordinary lives, in that temple of experience, in our bodies, that location for encounter, we worship God. Our physical forms, no matter their shape, size, or capability, are indispensable, a necessary component to the experience of mind and heart, without which we are not fully alive. This sense of sacred mindfulness and gratitude is good for us, and Paul goes on to show as we move throughout the chapter how it can transform our lives, not solely as individuals, but as a group, a body of believers. Paul's exploration on the body beyond being the primary site for God encounter extends beyond the individual to cooperative ministry. The gospel is given hands and feet as embodied through humanity. Embracing our physicality, our bodies, as the conduit through which we experience God is how we live out an incarnational faith. We exist in the material and encounter the divine through our senses. We experience belovedness in our bodies. So let's make a few things clear. We are made in God's image. Our bodies are reflections of God. Bodies are important to God. In a body, the word became flesh. Our bodies are celebrations of God's creativity. We are God's uniquely designed masterpieces. Our bodies are God's gift to us. As created, redeemed, and spirit-filled, our bodies are sacred vessels for God encounter. So how do we do this worship thing? How do we bring or include our bodies into the practice of worship? How do we reprogram ourselves to the deepest knowing of belonging and welcome in our bodies? Well, our liturgies, our spiritual experiences, and they deliberately, they are deliberately physical and participatory. We pray that we are inclusive. To the best of our ability, we encourage engagement in the spirituality of art. We encourage singing, dancing, making and appreciating art together. We offer contemplative practices to experience shared silence and prayer. 
we open this sacred desk here, the pulpit to a multitude of voices and experience. We value scripture, the teaching of lay leaders and the witness and story of all of our parishioners. We invite all God's children, all who desire to God's communion table. But we, each of us long to bring our whole selves Tuning our hearts to worship means when we come to church, we know each part of us to be invited. We'll use our entire body. To bring God's presence, power, and authority into our requests, we cross our bodies as a blessing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We extend hands and arms to signify our participation in prayer for others and position our fingers and hands to bless ourselves. Some of us kneel. We stand as able. At St. Peter's, we pray the doxology using sign language to put as best we can the ancient prayer into our bodies, into our bones. Some of us can't help but sway when music is playing or sing. We walk, making our way toward the altar. We receive communion with our mouths, tasting and consuming the body and blood, the fullness of Christ given for us. We sit, we bow, we hug and kiss. In some settings, we can even, like that beautiful imagining of Jesus, dance. Even when we forget, this is what is available to us. Sadly, even when we do remember, many of us do these things a little afraid, a little hesitant. We do it in resistance to the negative loop of body shaming talk from our childhoods. You know, the regular cycle of your body is bad, the usual list of you shouldn'ts, you can'ts. We do it afraid. We do it apologizing for being human. Well, I wanna invite us to something else, another way. I wanna invite us to renewed remembrance of our physicality. Our bodies are indispensable in our worship of God and I want a church that believes that. I want a church that seriously considers the connection between the body, mind, and spirit, a church that knows the importance of the body in the spiritual life and is open to exploring practices that encourage and support that divine sense of connection. I want to serve and worship in a community that gets that, embodies that. And I think, and I think you know it too, God is starting to open up some of that space right here in St. Peter's, Chelsea. Don't you think that? Ignatian spirituality urges us to find God in all things, and this includes our daily lives as lived in bodies of flesh and bone. As Christ follows we, followers, we are called to enter into this new world, a world of experience and encounter the pathway towards caring for our whole selves as we move into a deeper relationship with God begins with that awareness, an awareness of the body. It is crucial for our spirituality, our healing, our flourishing. The portal to presence is through awareness of the gift of a living body. 
We want to confront our tendency toward disassociation and help us find our way home back to that body. Know that we surrender to God's dream for the world and walking that out in our daily lives make a difference. Our relationships, our work and family lives, our communities are impacted by our living, breathing sacrifice, our Christ-embodied presence in the world. So let's set aside any negative talk, anything negative about our bodies, and center our thoughts on healing and hopeful words, words that tell us we were created in God's image, that our bodies are temples of God, the location of God activity, and the site from which we experience God's created world, and that our bodies, despite imperfections, challenges, flaws brought on by illness or happenstance, are in this space and always welcomed works of art. Let's begin with that baseline of acceptance and gratitude. I want to invite you right now into a brief practice. And so if you'll join me as you are just seated right here, right now, we'll take a moment to get comfortable. Maybe place your feet on the floor. Find a comfortable place for your hands. Maybe there'll be palms up on the tops of your thighs. And if you can trust this moment and this space, maybe close your eyes. And just breathe here for a second. Locate your body, whether in person or online. You are with us right now in Chelsea, New York City, 20th Street to be exact. You're at St. Peter's Chelsea. You're in a 190-year-old church. And you have joined in some way, brought your spirit, mind, and body to this place for this experience of worshiping with your fellower, fellow believers in Christ. So take a moment to just breathe and arrive. As able, lower your chin to your chest and just we'll do this to go inward, slightly bowing your head to go inside and check in with how you're feeling. Take a body temperature. Are you comfortable? Are you warm or cold? Feeling anxious? Maybe your spirit feels centered right now. Whatever feeling you're checking in with, slip into this opportunity for a pause, a moment of noticing and responding. Be with your breath 
and slow down. Release any random thoughts. Just let them be. Just stay with and keep returning to your breath. and respond. We'll take three deep breaths to here together. And it'll just be an in two, three, four, and an easy out two, three, four. We'll do three sets. You can kind of do them on your own time. And we'll begin now, and I'll be counting, but don't stress about the counts. Just three rounds of in and out. We'll begin now. Inhale. Two, three, four. And exhale. Again, in, two, three, four, and exhale, out, two, three, four. This is that third round. Inhale, two, three, Exhale, two, really release it, three, four. Pause here, let that settle. Lean into that feeling of a relaxed but present body. Your chin and slowly blink open your eyes and sit up tall as able and just for a moment enjoy this stillness that we've created As you're able, I invite you to stand. And so you can release your program. As you're able, please stand. And so this is the first movement that was a warm up of our bodily offering. And so we stand in attendance and awareness, feet parallel, hip width apart. Make room for your space in the yourself in the pews. 
and as we're standing here with your arms just relaxed at your sides, maybe just shift your weight from right to left or left to right as it were. Just kind of feel your body moving in this space. Do that for a few times. Just get comfortable in it. And slowly find your way back to center, to stillness, and root down into it. So ground those feet into the floor, ground yourself into this space. If it's available to, to you, bend your knees. Just a soft, what we call in ballet, a plie, right? And then rise up slowly, straightening them and rising into the strength of your legs, your limbs, your lower body. Engage your core. And if it's comfortable for you, you can place your hands at your belly and take a moment to acknowledge this area as a powerful place of wisdom and discernment. Sometimes we can hear God right here. You can lower your hands and lengthen your spine as you do so, feeling light and space through each vertebra. Circle those shoulders up, around, and back. Shine your chest forward. Extend your neck with the crown of your head parallel to the ceiling. And we'll just pause right here. Standing is a posture of attentiveness. In this moment, it is the beginning and the bringing of ourselves to the awareness of God and our bodies as a good and perfect gift. So mindfully inhabit this posture of att attention. Notice and respond to the spirit activity all around. It's how we can say today, Lord, I'm here. Lord, we're here. May our bodies be open and available as the site of encounter with Jesus and through God's grace and with our senses become a temple, a habitation for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. Help us to know the God who turns our wailing to dancing, the God in our bodies, these bodies of bones, flesh, and breath. Just be here now. Just keep checking in with your breath. Be still. to 
enter our second practice to help us deepen the experience of coming to our bodies as a place of knowing and encounter with God, I'll teach you four simple hand gestures offered today as an embodied prayer. And so we're gonna begin with surrendered arms up, right? And we'll bring our hands together in a prayer position, right? This is the uniting of mind, body, and spirit, all of who we are and who God has created us to be. Bringing that awareness to our bodies as sites of encounter. Next, we'll fashion our gift. And to do that, we'll just press those hands together. You can see this, press them, twist them, fold them, and then open them. We'll repeat that again, right? So from the prayer position, we press them, we twist them, we fold them, and we open them, right? Next, we'll move into our giving, our gesture and offer, offering to God. And so we just send that gift out into the world to ourselves and to our friends and family, to our communities. And maybe we'll do that with a smile, right? It's an offering. And finally, we'll just return the hands back up, right? So it's just four movements. We'll go through it a couple of times and just inhabit it. Let the spirit move you, notice and respond. Just practice, there's no right or wrong. Just move your body in worship. So we'll go through it three times. So here we are surrendered and we'll move into this prayer position, uniting our minds and bodies, bringing that awareness to our bodies as sites of God encounter. Next, we'll fashion our gift by pressing those hands together, twisting, making, folding, and finally opening this thing, this beautiful, sweet thing that we've made. And we'll send that out into the world with that smile, offer it. And finally, lift your hands back up and surrender. We'll go again palms together in a prayer position, uniting mind, body, and heart. The awareness of your body as a location for God activity, for God experience. We'll fashion our gift, press those palms together, twist, fold, and open it. See it for the beautiful thing it is we'll move into our sending and offering. Don't forget that smile there. 
so I'm like swaying and I can't help it. So forgive me or join me. Last time, hands in a prayer position, bringing mind, body, and heart, soul in unity, acknowledging our bodies as sites for God, activity, and experience. Fashion that gift, press those hands, twist them, fold them, make it, open it, and send it out. Just hold it here for a minute, send it out. Finally, arms back up. This is our worship, right? Arms up and open. So I'm going to risk a thing right now. So I'm going to invite you to bring your arms down. And as you are in these pews, I'm going to invite you to step out of your pew. And so the people on the outsides, just step out and face inward. That's you guys over here. Go out into the aisle and face forward. And you guys in the center, come on out. Make room for yourselves. And as you do, these two lines come around and feed into it so that we make a big circle. So you can do that from the back too. The people in the back, like Thomas, yeah, make that big old circle, one big circle. And so your walk, even this walking is prayer, right? So we're going to embody this prayer again, just one more time together. So you can take the gestures you've learned, you can do none of them or you can create your own. But I want you to prophesy with your body, with each movement from this moment, seeing from this moment and into the future, a revitalized season of embodied worship at St. Peter's Chelsea because it's happening and we just want to tell God we're in alignment with it. And so we'll do those movements one time, one more time. You can follow each other. The people in the back are watching me. So if your face, your, your back is to me now, just watch them, they, they got you. And so we'll lift our arms together. So this is our surrendered posture, our worship posture with arms up and open. And so bring those hands to your prayer position, uniting body, mind, and heart, soul, awareness, being aware of your, your body as a site, a location for God activity and experience. 
pray, pray right now and make that gift. Press those hands together, twist them, fold them, and open them. Look at what you've got there. and send it to your friends. Maybe look at each other while you send it out. We are each other's gift to each other in this community. And so what we've given in this moment is a big thing. It's a holy thing. just raise those arms one last time in worship and I'll give you a moment here as you are as you will to see your body this gift from God to you and how you're able to bring it into this experience and how you're able to know God through it and give thanks for that. Give thanks for it. Aaron will continue to play and we'll end standing here lower your arms, but don't move. We'll just continue our, our prayer. Just as we stay in this um, spirit of embodiment, offering ourselves to God and each other, in a moment we're going to pass the peace to each other. And that word peace is shalom. You know, it means wholeness, wellness fullness, healing. And we say it a lot every week to each other, but that word has so much meaning in it. And so as we pass the peace to each other, we'll pass the peace, but we're also speaking that peace over our world, um, where as we ourselves are being filled and healed and whole, mind, body, soul, spirit, we're taking these bodies and we're moving out into the world to bring that healing and peace um, to our world that so desperately needs it. So as we say the peace, um, this is, we don't normally do this, but we're kind of out and about, um, but just encourage you, look at, look at the people you say the peace to and see them as who they are, fully embodied, loved by God as we say the peace. And my brothers and sisters and friends, the peace of the Lord be always with you and also with you. So please pass the peace to each other as we return to our seats. Please pass the peace as we return. Peace, peace be with you.